Hey friends, it's Mark James. Welcome to Saturday. I just nearly died a minute ago. <laughs> I was having a drink. Have you ever just had a drink and I had like a mouth full of that drink and then I immediately needed a cough? But I'm, don't worry, I haven't got the, the Rona. Uh, but I immediately, at least I don't think I have. <laughs> Who knows? But anyway, it was just a one-off. It was a one-off cough. All right, no need to panic. Um, yeah, I... Um, oh my God, it's coming back. <coughs> Jesus. So anyway, I, uh, I'd had a drink. The drink was in my mouth. I immediately needed a cough. But I'm sitting in my son's room in his chair. And um, I couldn't cough because the drink would go everywhere. But I couldn't swallow it because the cough was in my throat. And I just kind of sat there thinking, well, this is it. This is how I die. <laughs> Speaking of deaths, I was going to tell you about um, how I died at New Year, wasn't I? I've got some funny stuff to tell you today. Um, I'm eighteen thirteen again, still. I had cake last night. I got back from my gig. I had a uh, great gig at Ocean Edge. Super, super fun. Great audience. Uh, all the new stuff that I've been working on was working really nicely. Did the billiard balls trick that I mentioned in an earlier podcast. Didn't get nervous. Just was all good. I'm ready to advance that routine to the next stage now and make it a little bit better. So that's enjoyable. Uh, I came home. Sarah told me that her and Joshua had eggs Benedict. Actually, they had eggs Royale. Eggs Benedict is with ham. Royale is with salmon. They had it with salmon. That's his favorite. Um, so then I was thinking, well... <coughs> Jesus Christ, sorry. Um, I was thinking, I want... That drink's really nearly set me off, you know? Uh, I was thinking, well, I want eggs. And I, just by chance, I had eggs because I have to buy eggs for the show. And as I've only got one show, I bought a brand new box of six duck eggs, which is what I need. So I had five left. So I got in and I said to Sarah, would you mind frying me some eggs some duck eggs because <laughs> they'll be delicious she said you're all right then because i wasn't back late it was only just after uh, 10 because the gig was just down the road half an hour away anyway she did me four eggs at my request i did say four eggs i had all four of them on sandwiches with cheese and buffalo spicy sauce <laughs> and a bit of salt oh let me tell you it's the best egg sandwich i've ever had it was incredible duck eggs man they're the best anyway New Year, right? I get booked for this gig. It was good money and everything, so I was well chuffed because New Year's Eve is normally all right, but this was good. Um, they asked me to do a close-up, which I don't normally do. What was happening was I was doing two hours of close-up in the restaurant, and then I was going downstairs in the bar area where I would be joined by everybody from the restaurant after their meal to watch a show. So I do the two hours of close-up, and it's actually really fun. They're in a casino, so they're interested in gambling and stuff. So I was doing some kind of gambling demonstration magic, you know, dealing the uh, dealing the aces, um, <coughs> bottom dealing from the deck, uh, second dealing, different things that magicians will know about and understand. Uh, I was doing that as a gambling demonstration. I was really enjoying it. I was telling them all that I was going to do a magic show downstairs, which would be starting right after the meal. Anyway, so I do the magic. Everyone's really excited. I'm even excited because I'm thinking, well, this gig was going to be a nightmare because the, st the space where I'm supposed to do the show is quite informal. And I was worried. But because I'd got everyone on side doing the close-up magic, I knew it would be okay. So I, um, I did it. I did the close-up. Then I was ready to do the stage show and I was supposed to have an hour off. And then the manager came over and said, oh, another actor's turned up. We've made a bit of a mistake with the booking. So 
We're going to put them on, which means we'd like you to go on 45 minutes early if you don't mind. As you're only doing 20 minutes, it means you'll get home nice and early. All good. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so that meant I had to go on in 15 minutes. I was set up. Everything was fine. But what that meant was everybody from upstairs that had seen the close-up was not going to see the stage show. They were still going to be upstairs. This is a nightmare. So now I have to go on in this hostile environment of a um, of a room that has nobody in it that knows me. So I go on stage and I try to do the show and I basically just get ignored. I get ignored in the way that people kind of ignore homeless people sometimes. You see it on the street all the time. Let me just say, by the way, dear God, do I give a lot of money to homeless people. When they see me, I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you once, there was a guy... I was coming up the stairs from the car park and there was a homeless guy there in Preston and he said, have you got any change, mate? And I went, no, I'm sorry. And I didn't. I just had £10 notes straight out of the cash machine. Uh, I said, I might have on the way back, though. Just be nice, you know, because I might have on the way back. I was going to spend some cash, so I might have some change. And he goes to me, how long are you going to (laughs) be? I said, "Um, don't know, about 15 minutes. And he went... Go on, I'll wait for you. (laughs) Go on, I'll wait for you. I thought, all right, mate, then. I'll see you in five, yeah. Uh, I went back to the car a different way, obviously. So anyway, (laughs) I'm not going to tell you whether that last part's true or not. You'll have to make your mind up, depending on what kind of person you think I am. So I went on stage and people were really ignoring me. I mean, I'm going up to someone and I'm asking them to pick a card because I'm on this little platform stage. I'm out in the room saying, would you mind picking a card? And they're literally looking at their phones and pretending I'm not standing there. It was mortifyingly embarrassing. It's the, possibly the worst gig I've done in 10 years. I absolutely died on my ass. I finished the little spot and I went back up to the DJ and he went, oh, that was rough, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> which is all you need. Um, I also read an article in the paper. No, I was looking on on um, on Instagram. That's it. I was looking on Instagram and there was this picture of, uh, it was in the search bit, you know, where loads of random stuff comes up. And it was like an anatomical cartoon of a pregnant woman. And the pregnant woman was drinking alcohol and smoking a cigarette And in the womb, the baby, who was attached by the umbilical cord and floating around, a little cartoon baby, was also smoking a cigarette and drinking a beer as well to indicate that whatever the mother does, the baby gets too. If you smoke uh, cigarettes and you drink alcohol, the baby gets them too. And so this picture was there of the mum smoking, the baby smoking, the mum drinking, the baby drinking. And uh, the caption on the photograph was, what do you think of this? And the top comment someone had written, that's one cool baby. (laughs) Now, I know that's mean, but God, did it make me laugh. That's one cool baby. I love on the Internet where somebody says something to make a point and someone undercuts it with such an amazing level of stupidity. It kind of comes back to what we were saying yesterday. When people are saying things that are sort of horrible, but they like trolling, it just does make me laugh. That's one cool baby. <laughs> I was uh, I was talking to Joshua, thinking of babies. My baby, he's not a baby, he's eight, but God, is he growing up quick. I was talking to him, right? I know he likes this girl at school. 
And he kind of talks. He mentions her a couple of times and he blushes, right? He fancies this girl in his class. He's eight, by the way. So I thought, I'm going to catch him out. I said, Joshua, I'm going to ask you some questions. You've just got to answer yes or no really quickly. He said, okay. I said, do you go to school? He went, yeah. I said, do you, are you eight years old? He went, yeah. I said, is your name Joshua? He went, yeah. I said, do you want to kiss? Insert the girl's name here. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Uh, insert girl's name here. He went, yeah, I mean, no. <laughs> it made me laugh. I said, um, is that what you're looking for? Is it? He went, well, you know, I'm just trying to find the right one, really. He's eight. Let's remember that. I said, uh, well, what, what do you look for in a girl? He said, oh, to be honest, I'm not really that picky. I said, okay, what are you not looking for in a girl? He said, well, I don't really want, I don't really want any gold diggers. <laughs> I said, you haven't got any gold to dig? He said, yeah, but they don't need to know that. Quality stuff. What a lad. Um, Britain's Got Talent called me. Uh, yesterday. Actually, they sent me an Instagram message. One of the researchers sent me an Instagram message. Hi, Mark. I've seen your uh, videos. <clears throat> I uh, thought this was really funny, etc., etc. The same deal as every year. Can you please give me a call on this number if you're interested? So I called him up. I said, hiya. Well, actually, he didn't say he was from Britain's Got Talent. He just said, I'm casting for a TV show. I've seen these videos. I thought they were really funny. Uh, can you call me on this number? So I uh, called him and he said, oh, I'm from Britain's Got Talent. I said, let me stop you there. Straight away, let me stop you. So I'm not interested. I'm interested, but not in the path that you're capable of getting me on. I'm either going to go straight to the top, which I know happens, or I'm just going to stand in line and audition because everything in the middle just means getting fucked about, told to change your act a million different ways, ending up being someone completely different to who you are and... It's pointless because then you see somebody else on there who you know and they've been told to pretend to be someone else and they're pretending to be someone who's like what you're normally like. And you think, what's the point in that? Why didn't they let that person be who they are? Let me be who I am and just go for it. But there's always this thing where they have to find people and change them. And yet the people who do well... <clears throat> always are the people who just go on and be themselves. And I've noticed that over the years. I talked about this already in the one when I mentioned Steve Royal, but you know, they've been in touch. So I'll let you know what happens. He said he was going to call me back in two weeks once he's pitched me to uh, his producers. <laughs> I wished him luck. I'm not an easy customer when it comes to this, but uh, we'll see how we go. Um, last but not least for today, Tom Hardy is... Um, is now tipped to be the next Bond. Apparently, it's confirmed. Apparently, he's signed it all up and everything back in July, but they've been keeping the secret. And uh, the bookies have now closed the books. They slashed the odds and they've closed the books. And Tom Hardy apparently is... He's the one. Tom Hardy's the next James Bond. And it reminded me that I once bought Tom Hardy a coffee. Um, I was at Charnock Richard Motorway Service Station, which is not far from where I live. And I went in there just after setting off to get to a gig. And uh, I go into the Starbucks there <clears throat> and I'm paying no attention at all. And I'm just looking at my uh, thing. And the girl says to, uh, says to the guy, what name is it for the coffee? And he goes, Tom. And I look up and fuck me, it's Tom Hardy. And I went, well, I didn't say anything straight away. I went, blimey. I said, um, I'll get that coffee for you, mate. And he looks at me and he sort of half smiles in that Tom Hardy way. And he goes, uh, oh, no, it's, it's, you really don't have to. Very, very polite uh, man. He said, you really don't have to. And I said, it's a much better story if I do, though, isn't it? 
<laughs> and he laughed and he shrugged his shoulders and he went, yeah, fair enough. Thanks. So he goes and stands at the side and I order what I want and then pay for Tom Hardy's coffee. And um, he leaves and, you know, says cheers and walks off. And then I get mine and the girl behind the counter said, why did you pay for that man's coffee? And I said, do you not know who that was? And she went, who? And I said, Tom Hardy, the actor. And she went, oh, my God, I love him. I said, I can't believe you didn't recognize him. He looked just like him. Although, to be fair, he, apparently when I Googled why he was in the area, he was uh, recording Peaky Blinders and they were filming in Liverpool. Now, at the time when I saw him, I'd never watched Peaky Blinders because I only started watching it very recently. And uh, I like it, but I haven't even finished it yet. But he's in that and he was filming it at the time. So, um yeah, and then and she couldn't believe it, so she runs to the window to get another look at him. And then I leave the service station, I've got my coffee, and as I'm about to get in my car, I see this, like, kind of, I don't know what you would call it, like a pickup truck, where, like, the back is open. You know, you could throw stuff straight onto the back of it, but it's, like, got a cab at the front with two or three seats in, and then the, the back bit is open. Um, he had one of those, like a shitty old truck. Anyway, he's get he's got two dogs as well with him. Two dogs are in it. And uh, he's getting in the van, and he looks over, and he sees me again, and he kind of, uh, he saluted me. What do you call it when you salute someone with your cup? He, like, uh, toasted. Toasted me, gave me a little one of them, a little nod, where he just tilted the cup. And uh, I gave him one of them back, and I got in the car. Never asked for a picture or anything, but it was a great moment. And then I immediately rang Sarah, and pretty much everyone else I've ever met, to say you'll never guess who I just met <laughs> it was uh, it was great lovely little moment um, anyway that's today's episode just under 14 minutes we're going to come in tomorrow I'm going to tell you the virginity story so look out for that I'm also going to tell you about uh, my emails with a company called Soccerholic. oh something to look forward to anyway that's today bye friends